Coming up on the WAC Podcast, we are in season. It's Thursday and games start today in women's soccer. The summer is officially over. We're going to have Madison Rohr, the WAC SAC president, who's also a volleyball player at Abilene Christian, on the show today. And we're going to break down the two new polls that just came out, men's soccer and volleyball. That's all ahead on the WAC Podcast. Welcome to the WAC Podcast. Today's episode is presented by Hercules Tires. And now, here are your hosts, Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan. Oh, hey guys, we're back with the WAG Podcast. This is so exciting. I can't believe summer's officially over. I don't really know if I fully believe that. I mean, technically, when you look at the calendar, what is it, uh, September 21st, somewhere around there is the first day of fall officially. So it's technically summer until then. The uh, general end of summer is Labor Day. Oh, is, is what, it? What, what okay. A lot of people say, hey, when Labor Day hits, that's kind of the last hurrah of summer. But then depending on where, where you go to school, sometimes school starts at the beginning of August. That's kind of the end of summer for kids, if you will. But well, on the East Coast, they don't start until after Labor Day a lot of times. Let's talk about how being an adult, you don't really have a summer because it's like I'm oh. working, you know? That's been that's been the biggest adjustment when, for me. <laughs> when can it's I been, go to Alaska? I know, right? For all of you <laughs> WAC podcast listeners, I am planning a trip to Alaska. It was supposed to happen in June, but I actually didn't plan it. So next June, I have almost... It's still not going to happen. <laughs> it's going to be uh, May... 24th may 24th and i'm gonna be like and you're gonna be like hey <laughs> hey the whack baseball tournament's in full swing i'm gonna book my trip to alaska right now you guys need me i'll be on alaska the phone airlines with a travel agent so big things going on so it's uh, as we record this it's august 18th so we have three home matches tonight so utah tech women's soccer they open up against colorado state it's a pretty good opener for them. Then we also have on ESPN Plus, if you check that out tonight, Grand Canyon hosting Hawaii. And we're also having a whack takeover by the Lopes today. And that's, uh, that's super exciting. If we have this podcast out in time, then you can go to our Instagram page and see what uh, the Lopes are doing as they get ready for the uh, Hawaii Rainbows. Yeah, so that'll be super cool. We have uh, Reese Mendenhall, who is their team captain, who is supposedly going to be doing the takeover on Instagram. So that's basically like we give them a password to our account and they, you know, take us behind the scenes in the locker room, the warm up. You know, it, it really all depends on, on what the student athlete uh, decides to do with it. But um, really looking forward to seeing what Reese does. I know that's super exciting. It's our first, you know, kind of day kicking off fall sports and uh of course grand canyon has a beautiful stadium and they're hosting hawaii so should be should be a good one though i could be on that plane to hawaii and i should say the rainbow wahini is the correct terminology for the nickname of the hawaii women's soccer team yeah it's not just rainbow well and it was rainbow warriors and i i wasn't sure where where everything stood at the moment so it's uh, Rainbow Wahini for for the uh, women's teams. Well, here at the WAC podcast, we verify, so I'm glad <laughs> that you did that. Also tonight, we have Seattle U opening things up against Air Force. So, I, can you turn that up? I couldn't hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I believe. What was that? Was that possibly our 
women's oh. soccer video. Yeah, there's there's Kendra Sheehan doing the women's soccer preview. So the team picked to win it in uh, women's soccer this year, Grand Canyon. Chris Sissel we had on last week, so that'll be one to watch on ESPN+. Plus. That's a, I believe, a 7 o'clock Mountain Standard Time, a.k.a. Pacific Time start, 7 uh, yes, yes. Yes. 8 o'clock Mountain, M- 9 o'clock Central. Yeah. 8 MDT. Yes. If you will. But they are Mountain Standard Time. Yes. In Phoenix. Yes. Glad true. we got that cleared up. Men's soccer came out on Wednesday. Seattle U is the team picked to win the championship. Grand Canyon, number two. You got to see those teams in person last year. Came down to a shootout to determine who went to the NCAA tournament. Holy cow! What what a uh, what a tournament that was. That was such a back and forth game. It it seemed like Grand Canyon was going to win, then it was you know Seattle U was going to win, and it was such a back and forth. And of course, it comes down to the the PKs, which is you know the toughest spot for a goalkeeper to be in as a former goalkeeper because I mean you just. The odds of you stopping a PK, you got to be really, really good. It's really, I think, the advantage is set to to the uh, to the kicker essentially. And so, Akili Kasim, who is their goalkeeper for Seattle U, I believe he had two PK stops, and that was at Grand Canyon, in which all of the Havocs that were there <laughs> decided they were on the sidelines. They moved behind the goal, so right behind Akili Kasim, and they were screaming and whatever. And I think he loved it I think it hyped him up like once he got both those saves I think he just looked back I want to say he saluted them took a bow and then ran with his team so it was like ha 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 got you and he's back of course he's on our uh whack all conference preseason team as uh as he should be as the goalkeeper and not only did he do that last year two years before that at Air Force they're playing Utah Valley goes to a shootout in the championship and Akili Kasim once again came through big time blocking a few penalty kicks and Seattle you advanced there. Now Grand Canyon also advanced to the NCAA tournament getting an at-large bid so we had two teams which generally speaking knock on wood is the case in the WAC. Uh, a very good men's soccer conference uh, a lot of times getting it, two teams in to the NCAA tournament so it'll be a lot of fun to see how things shake out. They start actually Next week, we're hoping to have Pete Fewing on today, but uh, unfortunately couldn't work that out. With uh, I know they have a big uh, scrimmage tomorrow against Oregon State, one of the top teams in the nation. Uh, they do a joint uh, luncheon to kick off the season with the University of Washington. Uh, Pete Fewing, big deal in Seattle, big deal around the country with soccer, big deal in the WAC. Let's let's be honest here. Big deal everywhere. <laughs> big deal in the country, in <laughs> the world. He is the uh, the analyst for the Seattle Sounders as well, so uh you know mls champion team so he's he's got his uh he's got his hand in a lot of different things but seattle you once again the pick to win the tournament which will be this year at california baptist this will be the first time they host the whack men's soccer tournament first time they'll be eligible to play in the tournament and potentially win and potentially go to the ncaa's and they were picked third um so exciting for them to have that opportunity to uh be able to uh 
potentially play in the postseason. We have Utah Valley at four, Air Force at five, San Jose State at six, UNLV, UTRGV, Utah Tech, and Houston Baptist rounds it out. I remember from the tournament last year, Air Force in particular was a big force in the tur- Air Force was a big force in the tournament with Tristan Traeger, who is now. At the MLS level, San Jose State, they had a pretty phenomenal goalkeeper. What we saw at the tournament was that there were all of these teams. I believe there were six teams in the tournament. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was it was, it was was pretty much anyone's game. They, uh, I believe the head coach for San Jose State had said, this is probably the best 16, six team tournament that he's seen in a long time. So the competition is really steep in this league and uh, it really, really could be anyone's. And the Mountain West doesn't have men's soccer, so that's why you see Air Force, UNLV, San Jose State in the whack in this uh, particular sport. Uh, London Agidu from Air Force is our WAC preseason defensive player of the year. The WAC preseason offensive player of the year goes to Sean Joash of Grand Canyon. Scored nine goals a season ago, tied uh, for the team lead, along with Justin Rasmussen as GCU has a new coach in Mike Krause. This will be their third coach in three years, so you might think, that's not a good sign, but it is a good sign. Shellis Heinemann, been there a long time, retired after a great run, got him to the NCAA tournament his last year. Then uh, Sh- uh, Leonard Griffin comes in. He does a great job. They get back to the NCAA tournament, and then he goes on to Cal, so they bring in Mike Krause. Keeps it going. Uh, a lot of players back. Again, a lot of high expectations at GCU. Yeah, I think it's tough when you have new coaches, but it seems like, I mean, three coaches, three years, a guy like Sean Joash, who has been with the program, seems to have kind of figured out how to adjust to each of the coaches. When you have a veteran group, it makes it a little bit easier, and maybe that's the thing. New coach, new, <laughs> next year we'll, we'll be talking about a new head coach for Grand Canyon men's soccer. <laughs> who knows? Stay um, tuned. I, I, would ho- I would hope for their sake that <laughs> wouldn't be the case. But What um, if they do so well that but, he gets a great job? Hey, you never know what's going to happen. Uh, volleyball uh, had the preseason poll come out on Thursday, and uh, pretty close in the uh, voting there, New Mexico State picked to win the conference. They have won the last three WAC regular season titles in a row. Katie Birdsell is our preseason player of the year. Mike Jordan, the head coach of New Mexico State, they're always right there at the top. As I mentioned, three regular season titles in a row, and they are always uh, amongst the teams to beat, and uh, that is by the coaches the pick to, for the team to beat this year. And how about coming in second is Utah Valley. Utah Valley, man, the seven seed last year was a crazy volleyball tournament yeah winning the WAG tournament I mean they sweep Grand Canyon in the final championship match seven seed they're playing all these games and then they sweep Grand Canyon just unbelievable so it, it, um, it was similar to like you were saying with Simon Tobin from San Jose State how deep the the men's soccer tournament was last year equally as deep in volleyball where I think Utah Valley as I, I recall I mean they were sitting anywhere between kind of two and seven that last week of the season and just the way things happen, they wound up as a seven seed, but there wasn't a whole lot of difference in the records in the teams last year. Uh, Sam Matoa's team won the tournament in the spring. If you remember, we had the, the uh, COVID spring, if you will, in 2021, and then they come back and win in the fall of 21 as well. And the good news for him, Kazna Tanavasa is back. So she is uh, on the preseason all-conference team, and she has been a WAC player of the year and a, a, a leader on that team. So they will be one to be reckoned with as well. 
How about Grand Canyon coming in third? Grand Canyon has senior Claire Mitchell, who was the 2022 WAC preseason setter of the year. She's been the conference setter of the year each of the past two seasons. She was the 2020 WAC freshman of the year, so she's just had a tremendous campaign over at Grand Canyon. And what is the story with her? That she was an all-star ballerina. <laughs> I don't know if was, all-star is the proper I know, term. right? It's, it's well, not. She, she, had, it's, uh, she was with the New York Ballet and – had an opportunity to uh, to stay with them, and and I think the I don't know if it's a joke necessarily, but uh, uh, <laughs> Tim Nolan, the the coach at Grand Canyon, uh, was able to recruit her away from Juilliard. Uh, was was the biggest uh, recruiting coup there. His her uh, her mom is a, a coach, so she grew up with volleyball and decided that's the direction she wanted to go instead of the uh, ballet route. So, very interesting story there. But again, uh, the best center in the league uh, the, the last two years. And we have Sam Houston at four. Sam Houston has the sophomore Hannah Baker, who is our WAC preseason libero of the year. She was on the all-conference second team last season. And she uh, she ooh, she led the Bearcats with 33 aces. So you got to love a good server coming in, especially in the libero position. And when you're uh, – you kind of have to rotate out. So uh, – Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Done talking there. The uh, WAC Volleyball Tournament this year will be at UTRGV. And uh, the, the Vaqueros, I know, are picked seventh. It's going to be a tight race. And, and remember, again, this year, Utah Tech and Tarleton are both eligible for the tournament, along with California Baptist, who's now eligible to go to the NCAAs as well. But with our new rule, uh, all, all the transitioning schools can compete in uh, conference tournaments now. So if they qualify... They can be in those tournaments, and then also we have UT Arlington. This will be uh, this was our first sport with them being ranked because they don't have women's soccer or men's soccer. So volleyball, and they're picked in the top eight, so they could be a, a team to watch for as well. Yeah, welcome to the league, UT Arlington and Southern Utah. Really on this list, it'll be exciting. Thirteen teams. It's going to be a an absolute grudge battle, <laughs> grudge fight, grudge. Grudge match? Grudge match. I, mean, I was going to say grudge match, but something, when I said grudge, yeah. battle came out yeah. next. Well, so we start uh, <laughs> volleyball next Friday, the 26th. So we're going to have, so this week we, we kind of dip our toe in the water with women's soccer getting underway. But then by next week, men's soccer, volleyball, women's soccer will be in their second week. And then football will be week zero, which... The WAC has Stephen F. Austin playing at Jackson or playing Jacksonville State in Montgomery, Alabama. Nine days, but you know what's really exciting? Today is a monumental day at the WAC office, and why do you ask? Is it a monumental day? Why, why is day? it a monumental day? Because today the monitoring begins. <laughs> <laughs> the monitoring. If you all don't know, one of our WAC staff members watches the games, makes sure they're up on all the platforms they're supposed to be on, and then we keep track to make sure that the games are still on throughout the night and then we post the uh the spinal scores typically at the end especially for conference games so we are always watching <laughs> and we had a nice little break after baseball right up until about now and so you know when you guys are wondering what our weekends consist well, of hey, it's I, watching you i all. don't know if you dove into that schedule yeah i'm on sunday yeah but i mean 12 to 2 you're not, it, it's not as much right now. But, again, there's only women's soccer going on. So we'll see once we get into football and everything I don't else, know. I, as we get to the end of September, I'm monitoring for – And we also – we're in the process of hiring a new staff member. So once we get them on board 
It'll be even less. Yeah, rotation. It's like volleyball. It's like you got to rotate. (laughs) Speaking of volleyball, uh, lost our. I play in a rec league. Lost it last night. Went to three, so it was a bummer. And, And so you're the setter. Uh, well, we just kind of we play all the positions when Co- you get co-ed? to uh, yes. Yeah. When you get to now, typically you know the setter sets from the front right. We we're the basic team. We set from the middle front front middle where the middle hitter would be. Oh it's wow. It's just easier. Who's the coach? Uh, we're all coaches in our own way. How many players? Six. Six. Six on six. So we, no subs. What the worst is we don't want subs. We had one sub <laughs> yesterday actually, but. You know, we played a team, and, and we're out here. We're trying to do three. Bump, set, you know, hit. We want to we wanna set ourselves up, play volleyball the way it should be. And, and our opponents just were those one over, and we would make the mistakes, so we would lose. You know so, how teams so, are like, you know, control your side. Don't make the mistakes. Make them make the mistakes. We made all the mistakes. So if he didn't catch this, uh, Kendra is <laughs> very active type person, so she plays in rec uh, volleyball, rec soccer. Kickball, so, kick softball, yeah. two so, types of volleyball, sand and grass. And then soccer, two types, right? Indoor and outdoor. Oh, yes. in uh, Indoor, six on six with the walls and outdoor, 11 v 11 in the heat. And are those still going? Uh, yeah. Well, kickball's done. Softball, I just kind of sub in. Um, but uh, sand volleyball ended, so we're just on grass volleyball. So right now I have two soccer leagues and one grass volleyball league. Until we move. Until we move, and I have... No friends and nothing to do. I am pretty sure in uh, the fourth largest city in the United States, there will be uh, opportunities to participate in leagues like that. We'll see. You never know. (laughs) You never know. Well, speaking of Texas, uh, our next guest hails from Abilene Christian, Madison Rohr. We're going to talk to her next on the WAC Podcast. Hercules Tires is the official tire of the Western Athletic Conference and for more than 65 years has been providing tires with unbeatable quality at an unmatched value. Whatever the vehicle and whatever the terrain, Hercules Tires invites you to ride on our strength. For a retailer near you, visit HerculesTires.com. Welcome back to the WAC Podcast. Eric Danner and Kendra Sheehan now joined by Madison Rohr, who is a volleyball player at Abilene Christian University, but she is also the new WAC SAC president. Madison, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Hey, thanks for being here. First off, uh, we want to get into your volleyball a little bit, but let's start off with uh, the SAC presidency. Kind of tell us a little bit about what WAC SAC is and then what does it mean to be the president of that? Um, Well, SAC stands for Student Athletic Advisory Committee, and essentially we're a voice for student athletes. Um, We have votes in meetings, we sit in on meetings, we talk with athletic directors, commissioner, um, all of that stuff just to make sure that student athletes aren't getting swept under the rug. Um, To be the president is really, really exciting. I um, have been a part of SAC for a long time now. I started at ACU with our SAC and it just kind of developed into where I have now a really cool opportunity to be the president and I just run meetings and help facilitate all of the stuff that revolves around those meetings. Now, Madison, what first got you into wanting to be a part of SAC and wanting to be a voice for those athletes and making sure that, you know, your guys' needs don't get swept under the rug like you had mentioned? Right. Um, My sophomore year of college, I believe, I 
wanted to be a part of something that wasn't just volleyball. And so I thought SAC was a great opportunity because I am very passionate about athletics and what it can be for students. And I knew that it would be really important um, with all the changes that were coming. And so I got involved as just a rep for my team. And then I became the social media director at ACU. And then COVID happened and I was the last person on the board left that didn't graduate. So then the presidency just kind of stepped, I stepped into that role during COVID and then I've been the president ever since. So it's been fun. Now, let me ask you this, as far as uh, the presidency goes, is this something you campaign for? Do you have a, a buttons and flyers <laughs> or, or, or how does it work? Because uh, I was thinking if you were running for president of SAC and you needed a campaign slogan, you could be like, uh, hear us roar with Madison. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, no, did I, I, I like it. Want to, no, that's, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so exactly how does that work, Madison? Um, so for the WAC specific SAC, we, um, you commit to two years essentially. So you would be the vice president first. So you learn, um, how to be the president during, while you're the vice president. And then the next, you just step into that role. So it's not as intimidating running for president. You run for vice president and then you get to step into that role. So you're prepared for what's to come the next. Did you have a campaign slogan? <laughs> <laughs> no campaign slogan no <laughs> is it the other um uh, reps from the other schools that all vote to uh put you in charge yes ma'am they uh we give a little spiel on a zoom call just like this um about why we want to do it and then everyone gets a vote and whoever has most votes just kind of wins we find out right then and there or if not later that next night so and what were some of your, uh, your topics that you were, you know, what is, what are some of your goals as, as SAC president and, and what are you, uh, what are you hoping to accomplish this year? Um, we want to be involved this year. We really want to focus on community service, mental health, and then just another big thing is distribution of information. And so we want the information to like flow seamlessly from constant constitution from conference to institution to student athletes um, and sometimes information can get misheard in between all of those steps so that's one of our big goals this year is to just help streamline that process um, so that everyone hears all the information they need to hear to be informed and to make good decisions hear me roar <laughs> that's right okay, we're done. <laughs> with, with madison i'm sure she never has heard that yeah, you're life. sitting there like, please, guys, shut up. <laughs> no, I love it. I hear this all the time. And it's some people pronounce my name wrong and y'all don't. And so I'm, I'm a fan. All right. <laughs> so I understand that you've had a couple of meetings, I, I think, the past few weekends, Madison. Can yes. you tell us kind of uh, some of the topics you guys are talking about? Maybe some of the big picture things or or some of the things you're trying to get accomplished uh, in SAC this year? Absolutely. So we had our first two summer meetings, which are normally in person, but since COVID happened, they've been on Zoom and we're hoping to move back to in-person next summer. Um, so we split up into two weekends this past Sunday and the Sunday before that. Um, the first meeting was really just to inform all the new reps because we do have some new schools and some new faces, get to know each other. How is WAC structured? How is WAC SAC structured? Learning all of that stuff, even division one how is that SAC structured, um, getting information from our D1 SAC rep, uh, learning about what's going on. And then 
the second meeting, we've got into some initiatives that we want to do. And I kind of mentioned some of them earlier, but mental health, community service, distribution of information um, are all really big highlights. And we're still kind of working through how we want to um, attack those and go about those in the best way, because um, we want to make sure that everyone is being heard. And on Zoom, it can be a little crazy. And so we're talking about ideas with subcommittees and all of that sort of stuff to help streamline processes. Now, SAC, you can, in, to be a member of SAC, you can be in any uh, sport. So you, you meet a lot of different people from different, you know, obviously member institutions, but also different sports. How cool is that? I don't know how many are volleyball players, but when you get a chance to go to those schools, when you're playing for Abilene Christian, you're playing a volleyball game. Do you ever get to see some of these other SAC reps in person? And, and how cool is that to kind of have this connection that, you know, not everybody else gets to have because, you know, they're not, they're not interacting with different sports and, and different schools and on an, you know, a regular basis. I don't think I've actually ever met any of the reps in person yet. I'm hoping this year when we move around, when we start traveling a bunch, I'll get to, they'll come out and see games and I'll get to say hi to them and everything. But it is really cool to know that you have a connection at a school. So if I like go to a school and I'm like, oh, like, like last year we played at the previous WAC SAC president's place. And I was like, oh, I know someone who goes to school here. And it's just so fun to have those connections across the country now because our conference is so spread out. But it's Well, that's a good segue fun. into volleyball, which as we're recording this, the uh, preseason volleyball polls just came out. I don't even know if you had a chance to see these yet. It's been like 10 minutes, yeah. not even. No, is that <laughs> a no? Not. <laughs> Breaking pro- news Probably here. not going to be too thrilled about oh. where Abilene Christian is picked. They're picked number 11 in the uh, preseason coaches poll. Number one is New Mexico State, Utah Valley, two Grand Canyon, three. Mentioned uh, going to, I uh, probably at New Mexico State last year, right, for the uh, black volleyball tournament. And that's where Kat Harston was, uh, who was our, uh, she's our NCAA rep this year, I believe, for, for WAXAC, former swimmer at uh, New Mexico State. Um, as far as uh, the preseason here, obviously, I think you went through a coaching change. Uh, what has that been like and, and what kind of goals have you guys set for this season? It has been great. We are working really, really hard. We're learning a lot of new systems, doing different things. We did go through a coaching change, so that's always different, um, but in a good way. We are really excited about our new coaching staff. Um, they came in the spring of last year, so we did have last spring with them, and so we got to move really seamlessly into this summer and recently our like two-day camp type thing going on. Um, we have our first exhibition game um, this Saturday, actually, versus DBU, and so we're super excited to see and put all of what we've learned into, into play, and we're really hoping for a really great season. We have really high expectations for ourselves. And I think um, we'll, we'll rise to the challenge. The season, it's so close. I can't believe it. And you had mentioned that you, uh, I know that, you know, right before the season is obviously a big time for you guys in terms of preparation. And you mentioned that you had just come from some team bonding. What is the culture like on this team, especially with, you know, coach Blair as your new head coach and kind of getting everybody on the same page? It has been awesome. Our team is great. We all have the same goal. We all want to win and we all want to do it together. Um, A lot of things have changed at ACU. I don't know how familiar y'all are with 
are like renovations that are going on, but we just got a whole new facility, a new gym, locker room situation. So it really does feel like we're stepping into a new era of ACU volleyball. And I know other sports feel the same way who are in that um, same arena uh, coliseum, but the culture is great. Um, we all love each other. And I think that's a huge thing. And we all respect each other. You don't all have to be best friends, um, but you do have to respect each other and respect each other's talents and gifts and what they can bring to the team. And I think that this team really understands that and buys into what coach Blair is instilling and trying to make happen for this program. Tell us about that new facility. I know why uh, Kendra's planning on going out there. Oh, yeah. uh, during uh, maybe not uh, right away. We mentioned we're, we're going to be moving to uh, Texas here before too long and then they're kind of spreading out and, and seeing some of the, the schools uh, as we can. But uh, I know this has been in the works for, for a couple of years and that uh, you guys are super excited to, to have this new facility. It, it makes me so giddy to talk about. Um, this is my fifth year here. So I was here for the previous uh, Coliseum Moody and it is completely different. I mean, we, the structure's the same. It's still a circle, but I mean, other than that, it's pretty different. Um, we have brand new locker room facility and it's not even just our locker room area. When you walk into, they're called we have, it's called the volleyball team suite. And if you go, there's a kitchen, kitchen team room area. And then we have a whole film room area with projector screens to watch film, really nice seats. And then we have our locker room around another corner, um, our own showers and bathrooms, which you haven't had in the past. And so it's just, I mean, it's completely different. It's like the size of my apartment. So it's awesome. <laughs> oh, wow. Where were you showering before? <laughs> yeah, was it ever in combined, I guess? <laughs> we shared with uh, women's basketball. So we oh, all, okay. but so now we all have our separate, our separate areas. And um, it really feels like something that you should be really excited to be a part of. Now, will this be your final season or your fifth year, but with COVID and all the extra years, some people are there for 20 years, it seems like. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, I'm not sure yet. We'll just see what the Lord has in store for me. Um, I hope so, but we'll just have to see what, what happens. Being that, you know, it could potentially be your last year or more to come. What is, what is your personally, uh, goal that you have set for yourself? Something that you've been working on You're a setter. What is something that, that, um, really stands out to you as something you want to, uh, really focus on this year. For me, this year is about learning everything I can and taking it all in and just having fun. Um, Sometimes as athletes, we forget that we got into the sport in the first place when we were five, six or seven, because we love the sport and it's fun. And so just going back to that and knowing that like you can have a lot of fun and your love for the game doesn't have to change just because you play at a more competitive level. Now it can still be fun and you can still have the greatest experience ever. Well, Hey Madison, appreciate you taking some time out. I know you had uh, team bonding going this morning and practices, all that good stuff. So uh, great to catch up with you and good luck this season. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. All right, that is Madison. We can't Warner. wait to see you in Abilene. I'll bring yeah. my hear me roar. Show. And there goes the light again. <laughs> Madison Roar from Abilene Christian Volleyball. Thanks for joining us. And thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Thanks for listening to the WAC Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And check out our website at WAC Sports dot com.